Welcome to the Stone Conversation podcast, covering everything to do with buying, selling and investing in real estate. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just wanting to start out, Stone Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey. Well, g'day everyone. Welcome to the Stone Conversation podcast. My name is Peter Mumford and today we are chatting with Anita Roldovic. Anita is the owner of Stone Barrel. We're continuing on with our series in looking at regional areas and what is making people move and giving a bit of education about certain areas outside of our cities. Now, today, Barrel and the Southern Highlands is one of the most amazing areas to be. I've actually had a connection with that area for many, many years. My parents had a farm, I think, from when I was 15. And then I owned some property in Barrow for quite a while. It is one of the most beautiful parts, I believe, not far out of Sydney. Welcome to the show, Anita. Thanks, Pete. Um, Anita, we're going to chat about the Southern Highlands, but before we get into what you know, where everyone's coming from, what's happening with the property, mm-hmm. you know, there's some amazing places that people may not realise. And I guess I used to say to friends, it's the closest things to England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rolling hills, yes, that's right. Very green, cows, you know, great cafes. Yeah. Um, I think there's one restaurant out there that I just happen to love. It's in the Berkeley Book Barn. I can't remember what the name, but it's probably called the Berkeley Book Barn, but the restaurant might be something else. Benduli Estate, yeah. Ah, so there's a, there's a, they've now um, extended and they've got a cellar door there as well and a fabulous restaurant. So yeah, um, definitely amazing. a place to visit if you're coming to the Southern Highlands. And you've got a lot of wineries now too popping up around the area. Yeah, look, absolutely. There's there's always been quite a number of um, wineries. There's new ones popping up all the time, um, and uh, quite a lot of them have cellar doors. Um, others others don't, and they use some of the the larger wineries to um, to bottle and uh, and um, you know bottle up their wines. Um, but yes, definitely. And I think one of the highlights I took our young kids to was the Robertson Show. Ah. <laughs> uh, Inevitably, it's raining for Robertson Show. Yeah. So, did you manage to find it? No, we had a sunny <laughs> day. We were lucky. Oh, yeah. sunny day! Wow. It was like an old-fashioned show with the cows and the horses. It was push bike rides, races for the kids around the uh, the oval, and they yeah, had, and the good old bud bud race as well. That's it. It was really good. So, is that still happening? Well, obviously not with COVID at the moment. I'm assuming. Yeah, look, hopefully, um, hopefully they'll be resuming next year. Let's let's hope. This is a COVID the thing of the past. By um, it's usually around about March for the show season. So um, Robertson's followed by Mossvale Show, which is another great country show in the local area. And I think the the great thing about down in that area, it's so close to Sydney. I guess if you live around the Pimble area in Sydney, it's probably about an hour and a half. And I live on the northern beaches. It's only two hours door to door to barrel, um, mm. and, and it's such a different environment. You know, you leave here, you can. As my dad used to say, it's usually about 10 degrees cooler in barrel, especially in, um, in winter, and that's what makes it nice. You get down there, you get the fire going, nice glass of red, very exciting. Thing, yeah. Now, yeah. jumping in, hopefully we've painted the picture of everyone listening. Um, if you haven't been down to the Southern Highlands, you need to go down and visit. So, Anita, tell us what's going on at the moment. You, are you, how, much, how many buyers are you seeing mm-hmm. coming from urban areas, let's say, Sydney, mm-hmm. coming down there, and what are they looking for? Sure. Look, market is extremely buoyant at the moment. Um, I've been doing this for over 16 years and this is the most buoyant I've ever seen the market. We've currently got an undersupply of properties and an oversupply of, of buyers. 
um, consistently dealing with buyers complaining that, you know, homes are being snapped up before they even get the opportunity to inspect. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely um, a lot of, definitely a push from the, the Sydney areas um, uh, down to the regional, regional areas. Not what we'd expect um, not at the moment, would we? We would have thought with, with the COVID happening that it had all gone quiet. But I, I know I was looking for some rural properties the other day, just going have a look online, always interested to see what they are. There's hardly any stock available. No, definitely. Look, that's definitely an area where we're, where we're lacking in stock um, and any stock that's hitting the market is, is going very quickly and um, usually for extremely good prices at the moment due to the demand. Um, we recently had a property, again, slightly lifestyle property in located in the village of Berrima. Um, we took it to market. Um, we had, in the first week, we had 34 inquiries, um, 24 inspections over two open houses and, uh, and, and private viewings. Um, and the property was sold within ten days of hitting the market for the for the full price. Um, so it it that's just an example, and we've got a, a number of disappointed underbidders on that home. So um, you know we we certainly are crying out for more stock like that. That was at a one point six um, million price dollar in the price tag. And what on sort that. of land was that, or what what sort of property was it? Yeah, look, it was a half acre, and uh, it was a, it was actually a twenty year old home, but it had been fully restored. Um, again, a lot of our a lot of our Sydney buyers aren't looking to come down and do work; they're looking at just coming, moving to the Highlands, having something that's all all completed and done for them, just to move straight into um, and start living the lifestyle, really. But uh, yeah, so eighty pre COVID, we were finding that eighty percent of our buyers were monitoring it quite closely at open homes, um, and eighty percent of our of our attendees were were out of area buyers, primarily Sydney, um, but of course you know Canberra and the Campbelltown Camden region as well, uh, migrating further south. Um, Post COVID, uh, what we're experiencing as that as at today is approximately 90% of our buyers now coming from those regions. So wow. um, it's incredible. I mean, look, it's a great lifestyle area and I think people are wanting that little bit of space. Um, and I know when I had some property there, you know, it was always amazing getting down there and you had the space because I think I had about an acre and a half on one of the blocks and it was just, just mm. beautiful and we always enjoyed it with our friends. So what? What? there's a few segments in the market there. Um, you've got some slightly larger, like in that one and a half to two acres, then you've got you know, large mm-hmm. farms, then you've got right down to a house on just an old block. Could you talk us through some of those segments and price ranges that they go for? Yeah, look, so there's a, there's a couple of new um, housing subdivisions down this area at the moment. Um, so we've got, you know, Renwick, which is the first um, housing subdivision which you'll reach when you first exit the Hume Highway. Um, you know, again, a lot of Sydney buyers purchasing in that um, particular housing subdivision, proximity to the freeway, um, you know, houses around there. We just sold one two weeks ago, um, a, a lovely project home. Um, it's an, 9.30 that one went for. Um, prices in that area go anywhere from, you know, high sevens up to, you know, early million. Um, so, and again, that's a that's on a five to 700 square metre um, parcel of land. How many bedrooms, um, garaging? What, four, what's the yeah, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, double car, you know, what you'd expect from your average project home. Yes. Um yeah, and then and then you know, sort of moving further south into towards Barrel, um, there is another housing subdivision of which we've sold a number of homes in the Retford Park Estate, which was the um, subdivision in which Sir James Fairfax um, was heavily involved in before his passing, and um, very strict covenants over over what you can build there. So it's creating a beautiful, um, you know, high end, uh, higher caliber of home in that in that location. Is that what the Barrel um, Barrel 
feeling? Sorry, Connie, is that like the barrel S feeling? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, look, it's, and as I said, it's, it's, it's sort of a very Hampton style. A lot of the homes have gone for the clad finishes. Um, you know, again, even right down to the landscaping, there's restrictions over what can be used. Um, so it, it is creating a, a beautiful estate. Um, homes, homes in that area, they're averaging a thousand square metre blocks and um, price ranges are, are, you know, average would be around about 1.5 to 1.6. Um, there was recently a sale in that particular subdivision um, up, up as high as two million. So um, again, it's a it, it's a highly desirable uh, location for, for Sydney siders. Um, it does back onto to quite a bit of rural land there too, so they're getting that best of both worlds. Um, and still five minutes to Barrel Main Street. Um, we've got it. We've always got a demand for, for properties in that region. So on that, um, Anita, and so jump in there just around that around the Main Street of Barrel. Let's say everywhere from. Aitken Road, going past the hospital in that pocket as you come sort of, I guess, sort of west or, or yep. east of uh, the, uh, the CBD, not the CBD, but the town. Um, the town. What's yep. uh, What could I get there if I wanted to, what would I pay if I wanted to buy an older house, do some renovations that may be sitting on, you know, anywhere around 1,000 to 2,500 square metres? Mm. Yep. You're probably talking about one of the most highly desirable um opportunities at the moment in the market you know that renovators delight in uh old barrel um there you know anything anything like that uh if we had the opportunity to take something like that to market it would probably be via an auction campaign and i i dare say that you'd be looking at upwards of you know 1.4 um for something like that even something that needs a little bit of work um in old barrel so that, it, that, that's for people listening you and i know but let's let's uh tell them what what is classed as old barrel and what does that mean Old barrel. Look, anything. Um, so, so uh, those of those who are listening to the podcast, you know, uh, Barrel Main Street. Anything to sort of the, the east of um, the main street, um, in that walking distance to to the main street. Mary, anything off Mary Gang Street, um, Ben Dooley Street. You know, arguably Barrel Street um, is is that sort of segment that we consider uh, old barrel. And around the Bradman Museums, there isn't it? That's in that sort Absolutely. of Absolutely, Bradman. Yeah, yep, that's that's prime real estate. Anything around Bradman Oval is is considered prime real estate. So, um, definitely highly desirable. And it is a beautiful area. And you know, I that's where I was interested because I had property around there, and it's a beautiful area. And it's very close to walk into Barrow or ride your puss bike. It's a great area. Now, jumping Mm. up a bit though, Boradu, tell us about that and pricing. What's a what? What if you were looking for something? What would I pay? Sure. So in Burradu, obviously, um, most homes are, are on an acre. There are certain pockets of um, Burradu where there are half acre uh, properties. Um, again, uh, depending depending on the, the, the area and the home, um, on in certain pockets of um, Burradu, you wouldn't be looking at anything under $2 million. Um, Certain areas, of course, where you might find opportunity um, with a slightly dated, you know, 80 era home, you, you know, in need of some renovation or some TLC, um, you could likely pick something up there for around about 1.5. Um, but that would be, you know, that just, just as a very general rule of thumb, that would be the sort of price ranges. But they can go well upwards of $2 million. And the sizes of blocks of land out around Burradu as a general rule? I mean, that varies yeah, a bit. Yeah, so an acre, mainly an acre. You know, as I said, there are some half-acre pockets as well. So all those people that have a, have a need or an urge to mow... And would like to yeah. have a ride on Mower, like most of us boys do. Um, that's that's a great area to be looking for for property out there. So jumping into rural, say I want something better, meaning not better, because Borodu is it's 
bit hard to get better. But just yeah. say I want something bigger, meaning I want 50 acres or I want 100 acres because I want to, you know, have cows, example. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of mm-hmm. price? And let's maybe tell us about a couple of those areas um, that, you know, from Kangaloon, which is obviously very upmarket area, one of my beautiful areas that I drive through. It's just a great driving road to Robertson, through to Wilds Meadow mm-hmm. and so on. Yep. Look, I think, you know, if you're looking for something that where you can run some cattle, um, you know, you're looking at at least sort of, you know, 50 acres plus. Um, and again, depending on depending on the home um, as well, and the, like Kangaloon, Glen Quarry, that sort of um, area, you'd be looking at three three million plus at least. Whereas, you know, if you wanted to go, you know, further further afield, um, you know, out towards Joadja or, uh, you know, again, you know, stretching 15 to 20 minutes out of town, um, you could certainly pick up pick up land out there. Similar sort of price for, uh, sorry, similar sort of um, land size for, uh, you know, probably into your, you know, mid to high millions. I know it's amazing. Um, my parents, I remember, oh, would have been when I was fifteen. So it's going back, you know, a couple of years ago. <laughs> but I remember they bought sixty acres there at Avoca um, mm. for seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> it's hard to believe, isn't it? And I'd hate to think that's probably like worth three million. I guess I don't know what it'd be worth out there today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, absolutely. There's been a massive growth in that um, in that particular market as well, as you as you would know. So let's talk a little bit about if, if I was an investor and I was wanting to buy something to maybe one day I'd retire down to possibly um, or I'm just looking at straight investment. What's, sort of, what's happening with the rental market and, and sort of, you know, if I bought something yeah. for say a million dollars, what's it going to rent for just to give some context? Yeah, sure. Look, I mean, at the moment, our rental department, um, albeit in its infancy in terms of growth, we're, we're growing our we commenced a, a rental department um, within our office uh, four months ago during COVID and um, we're growing organically, but we're at 100% occupancy at the moment. Um, just wow. recently, um, yeah, just recently, you know, an investor uh, built a, a four-bedroom home with a, with a granny flat um, off to the side, a brand new Beechwood home. Um, you know, cost to build was uh, was under 300000 um, just on a, on a small... Um, Parcel of land, uh, five hundred. And what what would that be worth? Let's say that, let's say what would that be worth if he was selling it, and then what would the rental be at the moment? Yeah, sure. So we we had such a demand for that property, um, uh, you know, in terms of rental demand, we 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 had twenty applications, uh, twenty plus applications on the house, and twenty of around the same on the on the actual flat. Um, the eventually what it rented for, um, the what the flat rented for, we had people um, making offers on that. Um, it was on it on the market. It was a one to two bedroom um, little flat, and that was at three ninety five per week. Um, and the house was on it um, five seventy per week. Um, and once again, as I said, they we, we had multiple approved applications on that particular property, um, and uh, and both were leased within a week. So and rough rough um, opinion of price, you know, give give or take. That that, uh, oh, for that would property, be worth. If we were to, to sell that property now, yeah. So absolutely. I mean, he bought the land and, and built this. Um, had Beachwood build this property for him, and we've recently appraised that home just for, for bank um, purposes and uh, appraised it in the uh, nine to nine fifty region. So not bad returns based on, on the return. Yeah. yeah. So mm. what is that? You're finding that across the whole rental market, as you said, you've got 100 percent occupancy. Are you seeing that across mm. other – well, they may not have 100% because they're not stone, 100% occupancy, mm. but they, um, how are you seeing the general demand? It's pretty flat out by the sound of it. 
Oh, absolutely. Look, yeah, again, as I said, there's, there's, you know, that that last uh, last week's rentals on the on the new property that we've just um, leased. Uh, that again, just is an example of, of how many tenants there are looking for properties. You know, when people are are ringing every day to to, to increase offers on rental properties. Um, you know, again, you know, there was there was only one person to to that was going to secure that property. So there were nine other approved applications that. Uh, that have had to go looking looking elsewhere. So, so if, I um, can, everyone. if I can secure an investment, I have will have no trouble renting it by the sound of it. You would have no problem whatsoever in in renting your property at the moment. In fact, you know we've got a number of um of of, of potential vendors at the moment who are keen to go to market and capitalise on this um you know on the amazing results that we're we're seeing here in the Highlands at the moment. And uh, their their concern is though that uh, that there would be nothing for them to rent, you know, if they yeah. sell quickly, there's no rental, there's no rental properties available. So they're going to be left homeless. So, you know, the more rental properties uh, we have available, the, uh, you know, we'll fill them as quickly as we can get them on our books. So Anita, what, before, one more last question, what is, what property price range is experiencing the most demand that you're seeing there at the moment? Yeah, look, um, as we discussed earlier, the lifestyle properties are, are in very high demand. So, you know, five plus acres, um, you know, again, with, with um, I think everyone's reassessed their lifestyles with COVID and, you know, the COVID lockdowns and a lot of people are looking to escape the city areas and come down for a better way of life. And uh, so those lifestyle properties are definitely um, in high demand. Um, certainly we're experiencing a lot of buyers, um, Example of the the home that we took to market last week in in Berrima, in the village of Berrima, um, very very close to Benjuli Estate, I might add. Um, you know the 1.5 to 1.7 million dollar region as well. It seems to be an undersupply of properties and an oversupply of of, of buyers. Um, and certainly there's been an awful lot of movement in the two million dollar plus. Um, price bracket as well, uh, more so than I've seen in any any years past. Um, the volume of turnover, um, as I said, post COVID has um, has been incredible. It, look, it has been amazing, and I think people may not aware of all these things. That's great sharing the stories, you know, across the traps as we say, talking to all our different regional offices. And Anita, you know, if anyone is looking to buy property or would just like to explore and understand a bit more about the market segments in Barrel. And to understand what are the good streets and what are the good suburbs based on what you're looking for, you can't go wrong by giving Anita a call. She's one of the most loveliest agents in the Highlands. She sells a lot of property. She's been there a long while. She's grown up in the area and she's very driven as a businesswoman. So, Anita, how do people reach out to you? What's your email and your mobile number? Sure. So um, the email address is just Anita Rulovink at stonerealestate.com.au um, and the phone, my phone number is 0409-367-678 and I'd be delighted to um, to meet with anyone who's looking at moving to the Southern Highlands region and um, yeah, come in for a, for a coffee at one of our beautiful coffee shops and, and, uh, and meet and have a chat about, uh, about the market down here and um, drive you around the little Southern Highlands and, and show you what, what, what to offer. So everyone listening, that's um, Anita Rolnovic at Stone Real Estate. Now that is spelled A-N-I-T-A, of course. Um, R- then R-O-E-L-E-V-I-N-K at stonerealestate.com.au, no spacing. And uh, her mobile, of course, repeating 0409-367-678. So Anita, thank you so much for sharing everything a bit about the uh, Southern Highlands and look Thanks, forward please. to chatting Thanks, again soon. Fantastic. Thank Thanks you. very much. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us on the Stone Real Estate Conversation podcast. Make sure you visit us at stonerealestate.com.au. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to join us on our next episode with more information on buying, selling and investing in real estate. Bye for now.